0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Relax. Sounds, music, and stories for calming busy minds. A short message for grown-ups. Looking for more calming entertainment at sleep time? Subscribe to Sleep Tight Premium and get access to our complete back catalog of interruption-free bedtime stories guided meditations, sleep sounds, and sleep music. And special shout-outs for the kids. Visit SleepTypePremium.com to begin your free trial. A link can be found in our show notes. Thank you. Our sleep story tonight is about a young boy who dances very well. He is chosen to dance in the Dragon Junk Festival, but disappears after he falls into the water. Adan, the boy, finds himself in a new place with the Prince of the Dragon's Cave. He learns more dances and meets the Rose of Evening and falls in love. They meet and talk about themselves and their lives, and then the rose of evening is kept in the castle and Adan can see her no more. They are both very sad and throw themselves into the waves but they meet again at a Duns boyhood home and become a happy family. First, I would like you to close your eyes super tight. Now, imagine a pesky old fly in your room. He has landed on your nose. It tickles. Try to get him off without using your hands. That's right. Wrinkle up your nose. Make as many wrinkles in your nose as you can. Scrunch your nose up real hard. Good, you've chased him away. Now you can relax your nose. Oops, here comes that pesky fly again. Wrinkle up your nose. Make as many wrinkles in your nose as you can. Scrunch it up really hard. Oh, good, you've chased him. Away. What a relief. Ah. Now that the fly is gone, let's take a few deep belly breaths. Breathing in through our nose and out through our mouth. in through your nose, and out through your mouth. Keep your eyes closed. If your eyes are closed, you can imagine the wonderful world that comes to life in this story. rose of evening. On the fifth day of the fifth month, the Festival of the Dragon Junk is held along the Yangtze River. A dragon is hollowed out of wood, painted with an armor of scales, and adorned with gold and bright colors. A carved red railing surrounds the ship, and its sails and flags are made of silks and brocade. The after part of the vessel is called the dragon's tail. It rises ten feet above the water, and a board which floats in the water is tied to it by means of a cloth. Upon this board sit boys who turn somersaults, stand on their heads, and perform all sorts of tricks. Yet, being so close to the water, their danger is very great. It is the custom, therefore, when a boy is hired for this purpose, to give his parents money before he is trained. Farther south, the custom differs in so much that instead of boys, beautiful girls are chosen for this purpose. In one such village, there once lived a widow named Xiang, who had a son named Adan. When he was no more than seven years of age, he was extraordinarily skillful, and no other boy could equal him. And his reputation increasing as he grew, he earned more and more money. So it happened that he was called upon at the Dragon Junk Festival when he was already 16. But one day, he fell into the water below Gold Island and was never seen again. He was the only son of his mother, and she sorrowed over him, and that was the end of it. Yet Adan did not know that this had happened. He met two men who took him along with them and he saw a new world in the midst of the waters of the Yellow River. When he looked around, the waves of the river towered steeply about him like walls and a palace was visible in which sat a man wearing armor and a helmet. Adun's two companions said to him, that is the prince of the dragon's cave, and told him to kneel. The prince of the dragon's cave seemed to be of a mild and kindly disposition and said, We can make use of such a skillful lad. He may take part in the dance of the willow branches. So he was brought to a spot surrounded by extensive buildings. He entered and was greeted by a crowd of boys who were all about 14 years of age. An old woman came in, and they all called out, This is Mother Hai. And she sat down and had Adan show his tricks. Then she taught him the dance of the flying thunders of the Xian River and the music that calms the winds on the Sea of Dang When the cymbals and kettle drums re-echoed through all the courts, they deafened the ear. Then again, all the courts would fall silent. Mother High thought that Adan would not be able to grasp everything the very first time, so she taught him with great patience. But Adan had understood everything from the first, and that pleased old Mother High. This boy, she said, equals our own rose of evening. The following day, the prince of Dragon's Cave held a review of his dancers. When all the dancers had assembled, The dance of the ogres was danced first. Those who performed it all wore masks and garments of scales. They beat upon enormous cymbals, and their kettle drums were so large that four men could just about span them. Their sound was like the sound of a mighty thunder and the noise was so great that nothing else could be heard. When the dance began, tremendous waves spouted up to the very skies and then fell down again like star glimmer which scatters in the air. The prince of the dragon cave hastily bade the dancers to cease and had the dancers of the nightingale round step forth. These were all lovely young girls of 16. They made a delicate music with flutes so that the breeze blew and the roaring of the waves was stilled in a moment. The water gradually became as quiet as the crystal world, transparent to its lowest depths. When the nightingale dancers had finished, they withdrew and posted themselves in the Western courtyard. Then came the turn of the swallow dancers. These were also lovely young girls. One among them, who was about fifteen years of age, danced the dance of the giving of flowers with flying sleeves and waving locks. And as their garments fluttered, many colored flowers dropped from their folds and were caught up by the wind and whirled about the whole courtyard. When the dance had ended, this dancer also went off with the rest of the girls to the Western Courtyard. Adan looked at her from out of the corner of his eye and fell deeply in love with her. He asked his comrades who she might be, and they told him she was named Rose of Evening. But the willow spray dancers were now called out. The prince of the dragon cave was especially interested in testing Adan. So Adan danced alone. And he danced with joy or defiance according to the music. When he looked up and when he looked down, His glances held the beat of the measure. The dragon prince, enchanted with his skill, presented him with a garment of five colors and gave him a carbuncle set in golden threads of fish beard for a hair jewel. Adan bowed his thanks for the gift and then also hastened to the Western Courtyard. There, all the dancers stood in rank and file. Adan could only look at Rose of Evening from a distance, but still, Rose of Evening returned his glances. After a time, Adan gradually slipped to the end of his line, and rows of evening also drew near to him, so that they stood only a few feet away from each other. But the strict rules allowed no confusion in the ranks, so they could only gaze and let their souls go out to each other. Now the butterfly dance followed the others, This was danced by the boys and girls together, and the pairs were equal in size, age, and the color of their garments. When all the dances had ended, the dancers marched out with the goose step. The willow spray dancers followed the swallow dancers And Adan hastened in advance of his company, while Rose of evening lingered along after hers. She turned her head, and when she spied Adan, she purposefully let a coral pin fall from her hair. Adan hastily hid it in his sleeve. When he had returned, he was sick with love and could neither eat nor sleep. Mother High brought him all sorts of dainties, looked after him three or four times a day and stroked his forehead with loving care. But his illness did not yield in the least. Mother High was unhappy and yet helpless. The birthday of the King of the Wu River is at hand, she said. What is to be done? In the twilight, there came a boy who sat down on the edge of a dun's bed and chatted with him. He belonged to the butterfly dancers, he said, and asked casually, Are you sick because of Rose of Evening? Adan, frightened, asked him how he came to guess it. The other boy said with a smile, Well, because Rose of Evening is in the same case as yourself. Disconcerted, Adan sat up and begged the boy to advise him. Are you able to walk? asked the boy. If I exert myself, said Adan, I think I could manage it. So the boy led him to the south. There he opened a gate and they turned the corner to the west. Once more... The doors of the gate flew open, and now Adan saw a lotus field about 20 acres in size. The lotus flowers were all growing on level earth, and their leaves were as large as mats, and their flowers like umbrellas. The fallen blossoms covered the ground beneath the stalks to the depth of a foot or more. The boy led Adan in and said, Now, first of all, sit down for a little while. Then he went away. After a time, a beautiful girl thrust aside the lotus flowers and came into the opening. It was rose of evening. They looked at each other timidly and happily, and each told how each had longed for the other, and they also told each other of their former life. Then they weighted the lotus leaves with stone so that they made a cozy retreat in which they could be together, and promised to meet each other there every evening. And then they parted. Adan came back, and his illness left him. From that time on, he met Rose of evening every day in the lotus field. After a few days had passed, they had to accompany the Prince of the Dragon Cave to the birthday festival of the King of the Wu River. The festival came to an end, and all the dancers returned home. Only the king had kept back Rose of Evening and one of the nightingale dancers to teach the girls in his castle. Months passed, and no news came from Rose of Evening, so that Adan went about full of longing and despair. Now Mother High went every day to the castle of the God of the Wu River, so Adan told her that Rose of Evening was his cousin and entreated her to take him along with her so that he could at least see her a single time. So she took him along and let him stay at the lodge house of the river god for a few days. But the indwellers of the castle were so strictly watched that he could not see rose of evening even a single time. Sadly, Adan went back again. Another month passed, and Adan, filled with gloomy thoughts, wished that his world would just come to an end. He was just too sorrowful without Rose of Evening. One day, Mother High came to him full of pity and began to sympathize with him. What a shame, she said, that Rose of Evening has cast herself into the river. Adan was extremely frightened, and his tears flowed resistlessly. He tore his beautiful garments, took his gold and his pearls, and went out with the sole idea of following his beloved. Yet the waters of the river stood up before him like walls, and no matter how often he ran against them, head down, they always flung him back. He did not dare return, since he feared he might be questioned about his festival garments and severely punished because he had ruined them. So he stood there and knew not what to do, while the perspiration ran down to his ankles. Suddenly, at the foot of the water wall, he saw... A tall tree. Like a monkey, he climbed up to its very top, and then with all his might, he shot into the waves. And then, without being wet, he found himself suddenly swimming on the surface of the river. Unexpectedly, The world of men rose up once more before his dazzled eyes. He swam to the shore, and as he walked along the riverbanks, his thoughts went back to his mother. He took a ship and traveled home. When he reached the village, it seemed to him as though all the houses in it belonged to another world. The following morning, he entered his mother's house, and as he did so, heard a girl's voice beneath the window saying, Your son has come back again. The voice sounded like the voice of Rose of Evening. And when she came to greet him at his mother's side, sure enough, it was Rose of Evening herself. And in that hour, the joy of these two who were so fond of each other overcame all their sorrow. When Rose of Evening had been in the palace of the River King and had come to realize that she would never see Adan again, she was determined to escape and flung herself into the waters of the stream. But she was carried to the surface and the waves carried and cradled her till a ship came by and took her aboard. They asked her where she came from. Now, Rose of Evening had originally been a celebrated singing girl of Wu, who had fallen into the river and whose body had never been found. So she thought to herself that, after all, she could not return to her old life again. So she answered, Madame Shang, in the small village, is my mother-in-law." Then the travelers took passage for her in a ship, which brought her to the place she had mentioned. The widow Shang first said she must be mistaken, but the girl insisted that there was no mistake, and told Adan's mother, her whole story yet though the latter was charmed by her surpassing loveliness she feared that rose of evening was too young to live a widow's life but the girl was respectful and industrious and when she saw that poverty ruled in her new home she took her pearls and sold them for a high price Adan's old mother was greatly pleased to see how seriously the girl took her duties. Now that Adan had returned again, Rose of Evening could not control her joy. Adan's mother was worried about where he had been all this time and was concerned someone might be coming for him. But in spite of her fear, however, she was able to hold a grandson in her arms in course of time. When she looked at him, he was no different from other children and then her cup of joy was filled to overflowing. The family had some difficulties, but Adan sold his pearl for which a merchant from foreign parts gave him an enormous sum. Thus, his family grew very wealthy. On his mother's birthday, he danced with his wife and sang, in order to please her. And the mother was very happy. And the family continued to live in peace and prosperity. Sleep tight.